Hi, Sharon. I'm waiting for your kitty to come on. All right, Kenny is here. Hopefully that works. Hey! Yay. Okay, now I have to adjust. <laughs> oh, look at your little flower! You know, I'm trying to be festive. This is our Galentine's Day celebration. I'm not even festive. I put on red lipstick, but that's about, <laughs> about it. <laughs> That is enough. Let's see. Okay. I guess this is okay. That's good. As long as you can see my flower. That's a matter. Yes, they can see your flower. <laughs> they can see your flower. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to our live podcast. Yes, welcome to our live podcast. Um, Tatiana, we, what are you drinking tonight? Water. <laughs> I made like a little light punch because like tomorrow's work, you know, but I still wanted to like celebrate. See, that, see that's why I didn't drink anything because I was like, I got to go to work in the morning. Good job. That's a big water. You're going to finish yeah. that thing. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little behind. I'm at the 6 p.m. and it's 8 p.m. But I'll finish it tonight. I'll you finish it by the time I go to bed. So <laughs> it's all good. Hi, everybody. Um, So welcome, welcome, welcome to our Galentine's Day Bonanza um if you don't know who we are i'm tati i am one half of the duo here at romance and color and, and i'm Yannini. i'm the other half of romance and color yes and this is, our, this is your first time yes this is our second uh galentine's day live so yeah. it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun so i hope everybody you know this this live will be up in our um uh, on our instagram also, the audio of, from it will also be available on our podcast platform, wherever you get your platform, your, your podcast, rather. So you, if you miss it, tell a friend. If a friend misses it, tell them they got an opportunity to watch it again on our Instagram or listen to it on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever they get their podcast. So mm -hmm. it is what it is. So, you kidding as we, as we always start, how was your weekend? How was everything going? So everything was good. You know, obviously it was Valentine's weekend. So, you know, that was nice. Everything in the city decorated, people going out for Valentine's Day. You know, it was a weekend of love. And so Wonderful. I guess that's why I'm excited about Valentine's Day, you know, the special that we do, because some folks have love in their life. Some folks have lost love. Some folks, mm -hmm. who's leaving? Okay, some folks have lost <laughs> love. Some folks just haven't found that person yet. So mm -hmm. I love that we do the Valentine's Day special because, you know, for us, it's about sisterhood. Love yeah. is just about a romantic partner. It's about, like, the friendships, the special women in your life. So yeah. that's what, what Valentine's Day is about. So although the weekend was nice with Valentine's Day, I think I'm maybe a little more hyped for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I didn't really do anything particularly special for Valentine's Day. Like I said, it was... It was chill for me. It's also Super Bowl weekend, so like, oh, yeah, the only thing we, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> but the only thing we did was watch the game and like you know ate some pizza and you know I'm saying some chips. I mean that was it. That was the extent of my my quote unquote Valentine's Day. And all I asked my husband for was like a Kit Kat and that's <laughs> a giant Kit Kat. I, <laughs> I got that. Day. Yeah, so it was awesome. Hi, Angela. Thanks for joining us. Um, so let's recap what we talked about in our last episode. 
Um, last week's episode was with Aisha Weedland, um, wonderful author Aisha Weedland. We had an interview with her up on the podcast. Uh, we also talked about AJ Johnson and her threesome that she did for her birthday. Yes. Some of y'all might have had a threesome for Valentine's too. <laughs> but that is your business, okay? Um, we talked about Issa Rae and her reaching out to the LA community with her Airbnb and Nene Leaks showing the world her uh, boyfriend. Um, so um, in Reading Romance, we hyped up Aisha's book, obviously, There You Are by Aisha Wheatland, her debut with Thule. Um, in Listening Romance, um, I shouted out the podcast Unabashedly Romantic with Tessa and Blessing and the real audiobook by um, Kennedy Ryan, which is now nominated for an Audi Award, uh, which is really, really cool. And then Watching Romance, there was a ton of stuff that we were talking about. We were excited coming up. Um, Love is Blind, we talked about single black female extensively, which was so good on, on a lifetime with Amber Riley and Raven Goodwin. Um, married me with J Lo and then Deadly House, House Call that was also on a uh, lifetime. I heard I heard Married Me flopped a little bit. A lot of people did not watch it. They didn't really like I it. Didn't do as well in the box office as well. I sometimes think though, you know, when a movie is in the box office and it's streaming, and I don't know if this was streaming on like HBO Max or one of those. It was on Peacock, mm -hmm. and that's right. It was Peacock. So I just kind of and you know when they're when they're looking at the box office numbers, they're not including those streams, and mm -hmm. I think that hurt off topic King Richard a little bit, and that hurt me. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of a new day. I kind of wish they should, would they include all of those um, views because who knows if it would have done better. I know I, I still wasn't running to the box office to see it. Um, we saw Sing Two when it came out, so yeah, <laughs> you know I don't I don't love J Lo's movies, so but you know well, for her, I I, 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 I yeah, only like a handful of her movies and by a handful of yeah yeah by a handful I mean three the wedding <laughs> the wedding planner Selena and enough and Selena, that's, <laughs> yeah, Selena. yeah. That's um, it. Like, that's something I can catch when it does come. I guess it's on Peacock now. I'm not signing up for Peacock. But when it comes to Netflix or when, or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. Someone's inviting us to Australia. It says, Bebop Boxman, whoever this is, is inviting us. Come to Australia, you gorgeous women. I have a feeling that's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Men well, are welcome to the Galentine celebration as well. Sure, they're welcome to Galentine's, but honey, I'm not coming over to Australia, though. Um, I, I, I'm very much married, but I'm not coming over to, to, to Australia. I'll visit my, my friends. I have my friend Courtney. I wonder if she's even on here, but hey, Courtney, she's over in New Zealand, so I'm gonna, I might go over and visit her, but um, no, I'm not going to Australia. <laughs> but thank you for the invite. It's very sweet. Um, so, Yakini, what's up in the hot topics in romance? this week so um, there's, there's some crazy stuff going there on there are some crazy things going on there are some crazy things so it was so interesting oh you know we talked about this i feel like over these last couple weeks we saw like way too many random penises and that was kind of like <laughs> jarring for me now you know you occasionally get the leaked pic or whatever but it was just kind of like this is i think his um only fans pic picture leaked or video oh all, why does Fizz have an only fans where he's doing like full frontal He's in a successful kind of 90s or millennium boy band that still goes on tour. He's on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. He needs to, I'm not judging if he wants to do OnlyFan, but it was a lot. So that video leaked. So that was shocking. People had a lot to say about his video. We won't get yeah. into that. But people had a lot of feelings about it. 
And then like not even no no I think his was second because yeah. right before that it was Nelly Nelly I think Nelly's was genuinely an accident so he was engaged in in interaction with a woman she was performing oral pleasure and that leaked and I just my heart goes out to her because obviously you know she has her family yeah I don't think that was on her children either. so embarrassing mm -hmm. you know if you make those videos you make them and that's fine but nobody does it with the intention of the possibly being leaked so that was very messy of Nelly to accidentally upload that I know it can be tricky with the buttons and stuff and you click yeah. something and you go live and of course the interwebs is very quick anything that goes on there they just don't get it yeah. so that happened and then the baby but the baby has had like three leaks over the last few years yes so um yeah it was just a week full of leaked pictures and um I don't know I, and it's funny because I was watching our podcast our Galentine special from last year mm -hmm. and that special we were talking about um somebody had a leak I think it was like was it Trey songs he had yes. accidentally or he had leaked a picture and it was like right before his album so it usually kind of goes hands in hand with something big that I think Nelly has an album coming out people are just crazy with their leaked videos but I don't think Nelly thought I, I think Nelly thought he was gonna get a much different response than he, than he got because we were all like oh that's it that's, that's <laughs> all girl like that's all you oh that's so disappointing it's but, very you know. to leak that type of video because you just can't predict what the response is going to be. Right. I'm sure right. Lil Sis didn't predict that response, and I'm sure the baby did. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that mess. It, it is a mess. Mm -hmm. It is a mess. Um, but an exciting Valentine's Day engagement news. We all love a Valentine's Day proposal. So Simone Biles, who we love, she did get engaged. We did enjoy our Valentine's Day. Thank you, JJ Squire. Yeah. Um, so she got engaged to her NFL boyfriend, Jonathan Owens. Um, I thought it was really sweet. So apparently they met during, they met like just before the pandemic. And mm -hmm. so, you know, with the pandemic, the world shut down. Sports shut down. You know, he plays football. She's a gymnast. And so basically people had nothing else to do but kind of get to know that person. So she mm -hmm. said they really bonded because they just kind of spent so much time talking. And as a result, they got really close. So though that was a couple years ago, they are engaged. You know, my thoughts about she's 24 years old. I think that's young. I, I think it's young too. You're not quite the woman who you are going to become. Mm -hmm. So I wish her the best. I wish them the best. I'll say that. But yeah. you know, if she were my daughter or my my niece I would say baby please take your time with this engagement and don't rush it I hope they have a long engagement 24 year baby to me I feel I like you're still, she's a gymnast so this is she's been training for many she's lived she's lived maybe in a different way I know at 24 I was just in grad school I was very naive I had just moved from like my family's house um into the dorm into the grad school mm -hmm. dorm I wouldn't have had any business getting married at 24 not mm -hmm. to say I wasn't looking for my husband because I was but I think that's a little young but Again, I'm happy for them. Seems like they really took the time to get to know one another. So at least it's yeah. not, they know each other at least, so. Yeah, I was engaged at 24. Mm -hmm. Then I got married at 26. And then turned around and got divorced at 29. So I was just like, yeah, yeah. you know, it was, it was a little too young for me. You were young-minded then. Obviously, some things happened and there were factors at play that led to it. Yeah, but, but I, I still think I was is, too young. Yeah, I still yeah. think I was too young. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if you had your mind that you know instead of a 24 year old mind would you have maybe picked up on red flags or seen things differently who knows you know yeah it's yeah. just so young i yes. wonder if her her family supports it but yeah summer reads romance makes a good point and says that she's at the end of her first career so it may be a little different for her yeah you know her being yeah. a celebrity it may be different she's had to grow up pretty fast yeah. 
I'm saying? Your life experiences are probably different. Like, like, yeah. I, was saying, like I was a very naive 24. She's traveled yeah. the world. She's met people. But yeah. So yeah, she sure. has, she has a, 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 a knowledge that's far deeper. She's gone through so much um, in her life. Like we yeah. said, the travel, yeah. the, you know, the allegations with the doctor, all this that's other right. stuff that has really informed and shaped who she is. So she's had that's to right. grow up super super fast so yeah yeah, yeah. this yeah. It, it, it it may be okay he he seems to adore the girl so i mean i, yeah. I hope it, i hope it definitely works out for the two of them yeah sure. well speaking of adoring the girl we have kanye west back in the news again <laughs> adoring the girl but in a scary way um, he's a stalker so he, he continues to profess his love for kim his soon-to-be ex-wife um and, you know, Kim has expressed that she wishes he could kind of keep things more discreet between them. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, and so most recently, Kim, I mean, Kanye shared like a bunch of text messages between them. And even in the text messages, she's kind of like, do you have to share everything? He basically copied and pasted them. And in this particular conversation, Kim was appealing to him like, look, you've said so many things about Pete Davidson and wanting to kind of hurt him. And though for you, you may be being, I don't know that he's being playful or tongue in cheek, but maybe he's serious, maybe he's not. But there really are some stands of his out there who could take crazy. their own hand, mm -hmm. sure, and, and really hurt this guy. And so in the very private text conversation that they had kim is just like can you please back off because i don't want somebody out there to hurt this man he doesn't deserve that you know so you know kanye actually did the right thing he did an instagram post where he basically said to his fans and some of his followers okay y'all stand down i'll take care of pete myself you know don't hurt him he said something kind of flippant, like, I'll hurt him myself. But either way, he was in his own way trying to say, y'all leave him alone now. Don't, you know, kind of how, like, when the beehive goes crazy, sometimes Beyonce has to call him off. So I guess he did his version of calling them off. And I hope he's able to do that. And so, you know, he then went back to Kim and was like, okay, I called it off. And she's like, thank you. And again, he's kind of screenshotting with us. And then he kind of ended with another text message, I mean, another text message, another um, post where he was kind of like, look, I know I haven't been really being appropriate and I, my communication isn't so great and I want to apologize for that. So he kind of said, you know, I'm going to try to fall back and not do as much. So do you think he can do less? Or no, do Kanye, Kanye, first of all, Kanye, please take us out of the group chat. We don't want to be in it, okay? <laughs> we do not want to be in it. We don't want to be in it. We didn't ask for it. Like, please take us out. That's what it feels like. Why are we a part oh, of this? Oh, my like, God. I can't tear your eyes away, but it's so distressing. Like, what if that was your your relationship and you have your ex doing all these and for some And for someone who's like, I, you know, this is my relationship. You give me my privacy. He sure is sharing a lot and screenshotting private yeah. messages and stuff like that. That's so not necessary. <laughs> like, I hate, I hate that I'm up here agreeing with Kim Kardashian of all people during yeah. Black History Month yeah. and tell this man to back off. <laughs> but he, he, really, cause he, he, kind of I think he needs help. I mean, I think, you know, everyone, he's been very open about his struggles with mental illness and he may or may not be on medication at any given time. Mm. And, you know, who knows what could really push him over the edge. We know that he moved in very close proximity to Kim, possibly across the street. We talked about that on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And if he sees her comings and goings and Pete is coming in and out the house and... It's got to be hard for him. You know, it's yeah. got to be hard. I know he's struggling, you know, with his personal struggles with, with mental health. And he really could do something that's really, that's dangerous. So it's just kind of like, it's fascinating to watch. And we kind of get a little kiki from it. 
but it's really frightening and like yeah. it's i don't want him to hurt someone in the process you know right. you know or someone to get hurt in the process yeah. of him being egotistical about yeah. the whole thing yeah yeah and then he's like publicizing it the whole thing on social media so if something did happen to her and it had nothing to do with him the police will certainly look at him first because he's just done so much so just he's he's a lot yeah he is a lot but we're gonna pray for him he needs some we will. And Twitter <laughs> Pete Davidson bought flowers for Courtney Kardashian. I mean, he obviously did whatever he did for Kim. I honestly don't know. Mm -hmm. here. But he bought flowers not for Courtney, but for Chloe. You know, she's single now. And I just thought it was like a really sweet thing. Oh, sweet. Yeah, sister. Mm -hmm. It was sweet. I like Pete Davidson. Um, so finally, to, to kind of wrap up Hot Topics, I was on The Shade Room and I saw this really ridiculous story. So you know the TikTok trend kind of helped me find him. It's yes. kind of like a cute trend that was really big like a year and a half, two years ago, where, you know, let's say you go on vacation, you go away, and you maybe date or hook up with a stranger or whatever, somebody you really connect with. Not necessarily a hookup sexually, but you vibe with somebody. Vibing, and yeah. for whatever reason, y'all don't get your, each other's contact information or maybe you lost it so anyway this girl had this like video footage of her and this guy frolicking in the water being very kind of like touchy-feely he's hugging her all tight and they took pictures and she's very much single he's looking very much single so she was kind of like you know what I've seen this trend help me find him I think it might be cute you know maybe you know I can find this guy and maybe you know maybe we don't live too far away and maybe we could do something Girl, she posted the TikTok video. The video went viral. And not yeah. turns out he was married, married with like a couple of children or a few children, had been married for six years. So basically the shade room, I guess they have this new kind of segment where they do their own little investigation. It was like really cringy. So basically they tracked down the wife and this guy on vacation and basically like did this whole video of them and interviewing them both. It just was like really difficult to watch. It gave me like, remember when Derek Jackson had his whole scandal and yeah. then he decided for whatever reason to have his wife, Danae, I think her name is, and they yeah. did that live on Facebook and that was very painful to watch. And this guy, it just kind of gave me that same feeling. He's laughing and giggling. And she was like, you know, I talked to him and we cleared it up and it wasn't cheating. You know, I understood what it was. And Well, what was girl, it, girl? Because obviously she, you were up here flirting with another woman, not even flirting to the point where, like, yeah. he was going to, if push came to I think he would have taken it there. He would have at least hooked up with the girl, there were not thought twice about it. didn't allow for that. Like, maybe her and her girl were like, well, let's go to Margaritaville, and him and his boys went elsewhere. Uh -huh. But totally, from their body language and the way he was all, all over her and stuff, it totally looked like a guy posed, well, he seemed like he was single. It definitely could have gone there. He's absolutely maintained that no intercourse happened. Um, but not, I'm sure, for lack of wanting it. So anyway, she was like, yeah, you know, it wasn't, he didn't cheat. And I'll just, I was just like, girl, you, the, I think the takeaway from this, fellas and ladies, because it's not just fellas out there, mm -hmm. social media, like it's a different animal. You really can't yes. do that. There's cameras everywhere. People are recording all the time. So anything that you think you're doing in the dark will most certainly come to light. He Absolutely. Viral self in a TikTok. Oh my goodness, it's just too much. It's just yes. so much easier to get caught out there today. So if you live in that life and stuff, you need to just really be easy how you're moving out there because the cameras are watching. You know, what made him think that he could go and just shamelessly flirt with this woman and then mm -hmm. them not, you know, and I mean, he didn't. And the way he, 
laughing in the thing. Yeah, he's laughing at it. Yeah, he was really making light of it. Like, he knew he wasn't in trouble. He was off the hook. She believed his story, and he was, like, giggling. It was like... And the girl who's kind of at the center of this was just kind of like, her feelings were hurt. She was just kind of like, you know, I thought this was a guy that I could had a connection with, and, you know, they may see what would happen. And come to find out he was married the whole time. And, you, you know, know, I appreciated her response to the want to the wife. You know, the wife shared, you know, she screenshotted the responses. And she was and very she classy. Was, she was super classy. I had no idea, sis. I'm not going to be reaching out to him anymore. That's done. I had no idea. He posed as a single man or whatever. And she didn't have to handle it that way because a lot of time, a lot of women mm-hmm. would not have handled it that way. But I appreciated that. And, um, yeah, I think the wife needs to seriously reevaluate her, her situation. But I mean, I thought that was a very like that was that was super like you said super big of her because yeah. like for me for me I probably would have well I wouldn't have gone after the girl first of all that's not my I probably would have done the same way yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have gone after the girl I probably wouldn't even have contacted her yeah. I would have just been like gone straight to him because it's really him who took the vows. Yeah, you know what I'm unless you and your partner have an open relationship yeah. and y'all have an understanding about because yeah. you know whatever rules you make for your marriage are the rules you make for your Absolutely. marriage right? so yeah. unless y'all had an open relationship and you can go and dilly dally and do something on vacation fine but you know what I'm saying they didn't have that understanding you know so that's yeah. not that's not cool at all at yeah. Oh, like I, and I do I mean, also appreciate that she, yeah, she kind of dealt with her husband, and the Yakini of today would deal with my husband. But the <laughs> yesteryear may have wanted to have a conversation, just to, you know. I, you know, I, I, I mean, the 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 Tati of old definitely went to the girl, but I went to the girl and the and the guy, and not in like know. a the confrontational way, but in not like the yeah. girl. He's not going to be honest, so let me let me hear from you. And stuff mm-hmm. like woman, that whole woman to woman, it was so cringy. <laughs> but that was that was the Yakini of yesteryear. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna barber this Shirley type of type of <laughs> type of thing to nobody. I'm not doing that. That's not that's not my ministry at all. Uh uh-uh. uh, no way. That is just. Yeah. That is not, but now I'm all I'm all leery now. Like, what about you know? I go and. <laughs> You're going out to, to the club or something. You don't know who's going to be recording you talking about helping me find this woman. Working to have a little fun, that's fine. But, you know, just, I mean, the cameras are watching. That's just the takeaway from this. That's pretty much it. And as a marriage screenshot everything, even when you text somebody you being flirtatious, you mm-hmm. can see that text message end up on the shade room or something. Like, yes. you know, with your name yes. halfway yes. left out, but not fully. I mean. Right. But as a married person, I'll say this. You can look. It's okay to look. It's okay to admire. It's okay to say, "Oh, that person's attractive," or whatever. You can you can smell the flowers. Can you like the picture? But do don't pick them. Say what? Like the picture? Can you like? Can you like sexy pictures and stuff? I I I don't see anything wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I asked that on my TikTok. I was like, "Is it okay for married people to even post thirst traps?" Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, Mm -hmm. if I'm married. Cause I said sometimes, sometimes I might think I had I took a good picture. I look good. Yeah, I, I take a good, good picture. About yourself and I'm like feeling you know. good. I'm looking good. I'm gonna take a good picture. I don't necessarily. Sometimes it feels good to get confirmation that you look nice from other people yeah. other than your spouse. That doesn't mean you yeah. trying to dip out on your spouse. Sure. And I, you know I, what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I don't even consider them thirst traps. I just feel like if you if you look great and you feeling good and you know maybe mm-hmm. you post a picture in a bikini on the beach. Mm-hmm. 
And um, but you you wear a bikini at the beach, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Or maybe right. you put yourself swinging the tennis racket because you felt good about how you swung it and your form, and that's mm -hmm. what you did when you were out there. I don't think posting that just because you're you're angled a certain way is necessarily a thirst trap. It's just you living your life and you're sharing it, and you feel good about yourself, and it's okay to want to be celebrated, especially if your purpose of your social media is for family and friends. So. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't. But I, I guess mean, it's different levels. There's different levels of it. Yeah, it's different levels. Like. If okay, so if you like a picture, a picture every now and then, that's fine. If you're consistently liking the same person's pictures over and over and over mm -hmm. again, yeah. I might be like, okay, so what's going on here? But mm -hmm. I personally don't monitor my husband's social media like that. I'm not a, I'm not one of those people. I I have trust that he's gonna. Do, I, I don't and, and to be quite honest, I don't care if he likes. Yeah, pictures like that. It's not my business. You know what I'm saying? I like pictures too, so it's not. Yeah, you know, we. It, I mean, I guess we got a yeah. level of trust. It's, a like is not a DM, I guess. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, not a DM. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A like is a like. Yeah. Right. It's a like. Yeah. So I don't necessarily like it back, but I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, just, yeah. And I agree. Yeah, I agree. Mm hmm. As long mm -hmm. as the like stops there. Yes. For hot topics. Yes, that's our hot topics. Mm -hmm. That's our hot topics, y'all. So let's see if we have any. We don't have any comments down here. No, not really. I think we. I think we went through most of the comments. Somebody says, "Stay beautiful, ladies." Thank Jack, you. Jack or Nah? Do you know that person? Probably not. <laughs> Somebody named Jack or Nah. Um. Yeah, I agree. Um, Summary's romance said that uh, with, with regards to Simone Biles, she had talked a lot publicly about her abuse and mm -hmm. she's gone through so much young. So, you know, her getting married now is probably. Ages you, yeah. yeah, it's probably it's okay. Grow, like you said, being a celebrity, you're, you're yeah. forced to grow up fast. Yeah. Super fast. Yes. So, okay, that's a train. <laughs> <laughs> I live in near a train track, so it's just, it's so weird. But anyway, um, let's get to the topic at hand, which is about sisterhood, Valentine's Day, sisterhood, loving and trusting your sisters. So we thought about this topic because um, two reasons. One, Nikita <laughs> and I watched Lion Sisters on, on, on Life Science. And we, as, as, as members of the NPAC, we enjoyed it. We thought it was mad cheesy. We knew some of that shit would not happen for real. Well, we hope would not happen for real. Um, you know, if honestly, in real life, that movie would have been over in like ten minutes. In the first ten minutes, chapter suspended. That's the end of the movie. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. And then you, you find some worms in your food. Okay, we all leave it. You know, that's it. That's the end right. of the movie. But you know, they had to make it a true thriller. So, I mean, it was enjoyable, but in the movie was Kiara Sheard, um, who, as my friend Candace said, she got to be saved in every single movie <laughs> that she that she's in. She got to be a saved, sanctified person, right, yeah. in every single movie she's in. And because she's so saved and sanctified, um, she was in the news recently because she said that she, as a married woman, and she has single friends, single female friends. She said nothing about the single male friends. Right. Um, but if she has single female friends, they're not allowed to stay at her house. So 
she doesn't allow single female friends to stay at her house. She'll put them up at a hotel if they're visiting or something like that, you know, but they're not allowed to stay at her house. And she's like, I, oh, you know, the temptation and, you know, you don't know everybody's, you know, intentions are not good when they come in your house and their energy and some other biblical blase, blase mess uh, about not having certain people in your house. Um, I thought it was crazy, first of all. And what does that say about you, your friend? And what does that say about your spouse? Yeah. If you can't trust this person as your friend, then they're not your friend. And, and, if you can't trust that person to be around your spouse, then what does it say about your spouse? Yeah. You know, that you yeah. feel like your spouse is going to, or your partner or whomever is going to, you know, end up in the bed with them, you know, if they're in your house. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. that's crazy. But she said nothing about men having other men in the house, having other, you know, men in the house. Because, I mean, a man, I mean, she didn't think nobody would seduce her or try to seduce her. I guess not. But, you know, she didn't say anything about having men in the house. The owners were strictly on women and women's bodies and things of that nature. Kind of like, does it go both ways? Or is this just specifically your husband and female? Right, right. So that was our, this our topic about sisterhood and trusting yeah. your sisters yeah. and stuff like that. So I personally think, think Kiara Kiki is, is way off base. I've had people in my home, friends who have spent the night, who have stayed. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I trust my husband. I trust my spouse. I trust them to, you know, conduct themselves accordingly. Um, you know, we've welcomed them in. We've, you know, made them breakfast. We've taken them to the airport. You know, stuff like that. I've never, we've never had, you know, if I felt like this person was not my good friend, mm -hmm. I'm not going to have them in my house anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think you were saying like earlier, you're like, well, why, what, who are you calling a friend? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it raised for me. I think that, so I think she maybe is using the term friend a little looser than some of us, or I'll mm -hmm. speak for myself. I'm very, very, um, I don't use that word loosely. So I can probably count on one or two hands the number of friends I have. I have mm -hmm. a lot of acquaintances, I have a lot of people who I care very much about. But a friend is someone who is really and truly someone who you trust, who is probably like more like a sister. Mm -hmm. um, so I absolutely know with certainty and would bet my life on it that none of my girlfriends who are friends would ever do anything like, you know, sleep with or flirt with my partner. Mm -hmm. I just know that, you know, I just know that. Um, so are there acquaintances or females who would do that kind of thing? Probably, if they Probably. have the opportunity or try to, because then we'll talk about the spouse next. Um, mm -hmm. And is there any, uh, would I ever have them in my house? Perhaps overnight. I don't know. Like, I don't really have too many people in my home. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, that's just not something I do often. Um, the last people who slept in my home were my sisters, like my biological sisters, and maybe my one close, my best friend. But I, I don't know. I just feel like a friend would never do that to you. So right. I think it's really troubling that you feel like you need to put your friend in a hotel because because that's even in your head and mm -hmm. I think it made me feel like I don't know how long her and her partner have been together but for I me that made, long. not long you said mm -mm. I don't think that long because I kind of was like they've maybe gone through something 
Um, and it maybe has led her to believe that could happen. Or maybe in past relationships, she's gone through that kind of thing. I've gone through that kind of thing, certainly not someone sleeping with a friend, but infidelity. And I don't go into my next relationship thinking, I guess he's going to sleep with my friends. Right, right. But, you know, it depends on how how you've been able to kind of heal from that. So it just kind of made me say, maybe they've gone through some stuff. And now she knows that in order to kind of avoid it from happening again, this is what she has to do. And it's really sad because if you don't trust your partner and you think that they could sleep with your friend of all people, mm -hmm. my goodness. I mean, infidelity is one thing, but that's really like below the belt if you're going to sleep with my friend or my family. So it just kind of was just shocking to me that yes. she, um, she doesn't have any women stay overnight in her house. I want to know what other people think. I don't know how many, I feel like there's more men in this live for some reason than women. But it's strange. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where are the women? Where are so, they? yeah, I'm curious, but um, maybe on our Facebook page after the podcast, you guys can weigh in because I know yes. it's just a really interesting thing. Um, yes, very interesting. You know, I, I, that, remember I referenced that scene in Soul Food, if you guys have seen Soul Food, where I forgot her name. Was it Terry? Her cousin slept with her husband. So right. it's, you it's know, safe. That was a movie, but those things happen and people mm -hmm. do that kind of thing. But I kind of feel like you know the type of person, like you know, when we have friends who we enjoy, we can have a little kiki with them, but you may not really trust them 100%. And that's okay because everybody's mm -hmm. not going to like this, with you, but you still can enjoy chit chat with them on a superficial level. Mm -hmm. Maybe you would make a decision to not have that person, but I still feel like it takes two. She may try her best to seduce him, but she's not going to overpower him. And so, yeah, he has the ability to say, no, I don't want this. And mm -hmm. so I was just I, like, I wish. I mean, unless you feel like your husband is capable of something gruesome or like assault or something like that, you know, mm -hmm. I, maybe you, you know, want to put your friend in a hotel. You know, but that would mean you're in danger too. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in a position yeah. where you're in danger too. Yeah. Um, and but, if that's who you think your partner is, then hopefully you can get out. And right, right. But you know, for you to just be like, oh, just blanket statement, like you know, every woman needs to go to the hotel room. And what about me? I'm just thinking, what about me? You don't think maybe your husband and a man could have something going on? Right, sure. You know what I'm saying? Or you and a man have something going on, you know? It's I don't know. Like I don't... Say her husband's the prize, and she doesn't really value herself, but he's this right. prize. woman wants him, and he's just a man. He's just of the flesh. And, you know, moment of weakness. There's no moment of weakness with my friends. There's right, no right. Is you crazy? And I say, <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's no moment of weakness. And it's like, why doesn't she give herself the same? Like, well, I'm a desirable woman. Might I have a moment of weakness? Should I put mm -hmm. him out there? No, yes. you vows, and I assume he's a man of God because you are. So I just thought it was interesting, and all it made me think of was just she's gone through some things either with him or in the past, and it's I think she's had some past relationships. They just really, really didn't go well. They're very yeah, public. Yeah. I think she was engaged yeah, at one point. Maybe did that to her. Maybe she's yeah. been stepped back by, by girlfriends. It happens. Maybe. I mean, she's in the kind of quote-unquote public eye. So, you know, particularly being in that kind of church circle, church scene, um, yeah. people talk, you know, stuff goes around and stuff like that. So maybe she just like, you know, the mm -hmm. past relationship that she's had have been really, really toxic. Yeah. And she's just like, you know, I don't want to do yeah. that, but I but what she said, 
advice. Yeah. Yeah, but what she said was her mother gave her this advice about not having women in the home and stuff like that. I'm like, mm. so it okay. may not have been her experiences. It could be mom's experiences and mom yeah. that and is trying to shield her, but has yeah. really kind of almost hurt her by. Yeah. Yeah. Her. What kills me is this. Like, I always say this all the time. It's just like the church puts all this emphasis on women being wives and don't prepare men to be husbands or, or spouses. That's you it. know what I mean? At all. You know, they just say husbands, provide but that's about it you know yeah. what i mean they don't they don't talk about any type of you know yeah. moral quote-unquote covering that a man should have i'm not a deeply religious person but i know from going to church all those many years that you know they i've never heard anybody preach a sermon targeted specifically to our husbands and men and saying what men need to do to be better husbands spouses whatever whatever it's always the onus is always on the woman you need to keep the home you need to make sure your husband does this you need to do that you need to do that you need to do this it's so funny my friend just got married my friend rita got married in kenya and uh, i was watching her wedding online so hey rita if you're watching this um and so much as it was a beautiful ceremony so beautiful but you know a lot of it was very traditional it was about you know you're the wife, you need to do this as a wife, you do this as a wife, you do that as a wife, you do this. And I thought to myself, you know, we're still in the mindset that the, all this responsibility on keeping the relationship whole and together is on the wife and on the spouse to the yeah. point where you got to do something as extreme as yeah. not allow your friend in the home with you. And I don't know. You have a girlfriend over just on a fun, a fun note, like you want to have like a slumber party you want it to be fun you want to keep mm -hmm. you all night and have drinks and watch movies and then mm -hmm. she falls asleep on the couch of the guest and room don't want them to drive if they've been drinking or something yeah. like that yeah you need to go to a hotel and mm -hmm. i feel like if i had a girlfriend who's had i was in town visiting you know sometimes people just can't have you in their house maybe they don't have the space or there's kids or they have right, right. and that's fine but if i caught wind of like she's putting me in a hotel or I'm, she recommends a hotel because of that reason. I think I would be very hurt by that. I would be too. And I would question our relationship. Like, you really think I'm capable of that? You know? Mm -hmm. But again, it's, I guess, her or her, mother, her mother's experiences. But it's just really, it was really wild. When it I, was wild. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to, you can, you want to bring somebody up and on so see if they want to talk about, about something? Like, invite, like, can we do that? Yeah, we can add other, invite more people. Yeah, I think you can do up to four people. Um, let's see. Let's see if Angela's on here. If she wants to come on and, and talk. Let's see. I'm going to invite her and see if she comes on. I just think it's really, really a sad day when you can't have a woman spend the night in your house because you think she's going to sleep with your man. That's that is very sad. Crazy, yeah. That's really crazy. That is very crazy. Like I love you the balcony and see that scene from Soul Food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, don't know, I don't know if it did it or not. But I liked her in the movie, though. She was good. It seemed like she does play that similar role. Because I feel <laughs> like in the movie, the role she played, that could have happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Family. I don't think about um, um, Soul Food. She was like, family, fuck my husband. <laughs> Oh, just the family. It happened. The family. Family fucked my husband. That's that. That's right. I remember that line. Hi, Angela. Hi, Angela. Look, I got my little, my little red and black. And then I saw, you know, I 
do the little red lipstick. Well, magenta, rather. That's right. <laughs> so cute. So Happy cute. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. <laughs> awesome. So we want to get another lady, lady's opinion on this whole not having your girlfriend spend the night in your house, <laughs> your single girlfriend spend the night in your house. You might have a different take on things. So, you know, how do you feel about that? Okay, well... I'm just kind of funny, period. Of, you know, if, if it's somebody that's staying over, more than likely they're probably family. It becomes mm -hmm. to like another saying. woman or what have you. And then if they're not family, yeah, they're, they like close, close, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we, we're like sisters, if that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not necessarily a fan of it. I don't like just have. You know, and that's vice versa. The same thing with, with my husband. Like, he don't just have men over. And neither one of us are insecure. We're very secure and I'm married. But it's just like, because you're worried someone's going to sleep with them. It's more yeah, like if you guys yeah. are like a, a private, intimate home and you don't want to like. Right, right. But of I course, like, you know, if it's like family members, you know, because sometimes the holidays, you know, family members may have to stay over or something like that. Yeah. Or like you said, if it's a person that's like really, really close to us. Yeah, but just. Normally, not really. <laughs> no, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, but not the reason she described. I'm kind of just like a recluse, so it takes a lot for me to have anyone in my house. Period. If they're not family, but yeah, it's certainly not because I'm worried that someone would seduce if I had a husband. That's right. right. Yeah. If you think yeah. that that could happen, hi, hi, I'm Patrick. Hi. That's like mm -hmm. just not the situation to be in. Yeah, right. I, I, feel, like, I feel like if you feel like you're that person is the type of girlfriend that would do that, then that's not your friend. Yeah. You know right. What I'm saying? That's not a person. And more than likely she probably wouldn't be at my house anyway. Exactly. So, you know. Exactly. So I I don't I don't understand where this whole idea of just she I mean even she she said even if that was her good friend, like her best friend. Okay. They don't even stay at her house. And see, I didn't watch. Um, I, I still haven't watched it, so I don't even know the whole context of the conversation or what have you. I, Of course, you know, it started trending, so you saw, like, clips, and they were saying, you know, what she had supposedly said or what have you, but I didn't even watch the whole interview, so I have no idea even what the content was. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it was on Fox mm -hmm. Soul or something like that when she was okay. talking about that. Um, so I was just like, oh, okay, so... <laughs> And I just feel like you know you know your girlfriends. You know what they're capable of. And a lot of times people will cite like being alcohol and drinking as no, I feel like we all have a little wine and stuff. The person who you are when you drink is not that different from the person who you are when you don't. You may be a little yes. silver or a little, you know, more um uninhibited, but you're not going to make those kinds of poor decisions, I think, like sleeping with a friend's husband under <laughs> being intoxicated. I, you're just not, you know, unless that's who you were beforehand. And the, right. so I kind of let that come out. So right, you can't you can only blame the alcohol for so much. You go do it anyway, girl. Whether you yeah. have alcohol does not make your panties fly off unless you want it to fly off. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, look, well, I'm, I'm the designated driver, so I same. I usually am too. So yeah. <laughs> 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 That's too funny. It is. It is. Too funny. Angela, did you hear when we were talking about the TikTok video that went viral where the um 
girl was on vacation and then they and she kind of connected with this guy she felt like they had this connection they were flirting on the beach making videos and this and that and so she decided to hop on that tiktok trend of like help me find him, find him. and yeah. the video went viral and it turned out to be someone's husband and then they basically did this video together like the Derek jacksons and aja jackson <laughs> video where they basically did like a little press thing where she was like, yeah, you know, we spoke and, you know, he wasn't unfaithful. What are your thoughts on that? Just the whole. First of all, I'm just, y'all know me. I'm like, what in the world? Just <laughs> what in the world? Just that, what in the world? That, that's all I can say. Just what in the world? You know, just wow. And for him, I'm like, shame on you. First of all, like you said, with social media and everything like that, I mean, did you think you was hot? You know, bruh. And I don't even usually say that word. And I gotta go to video. Oh, I think really? He said he saw the camera rolling. So where did you think that camera, that video was gonna end up? Hello. It's a social media world. Everything ends up online. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To me, it sounds like, you know, he was just trying to cover up now. Cause in my mind, I'm like, first of all, like you said, if he saw the cameras rolling, oh, you just don't all of a sudden get unmarried or be unmarried. <laughs> I don't know. And it was interesting because both of them were just like, well, it wasn't cheating and he wasn't unfaithful. And I'm just kind of like, how are we defining infidelity? Because no, they weren't effing in the video, but it was kind of like very like intimate, playful in the beat in the pool or the beach rather with their he was touching talk. her he was touching this woman yeah, he her really close at one point and it just felt very uncomfortable and yes i guess it didn't end up in a hotel room but probably only because of lack of opportunity so i'm just kind of like where do we draw the line with what we are comfortable with our spouse doing on vacation because first of all why yeah. we are well that is a whole other topic because <laughs> to me that seemed a little bit like uh like that was a little bit team too much like he was doing a little bit team too much mm -hmm. but Archie like, Williams yeah, says people be wild yeah yeah was really yeah. intimate that's all mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so was his wild. wife exactly. was his wife on the trip too it didn't or no he was on the trip he was on the trip without his wife with his boys a boys trip that's oh yeah he was too much podcast. we don't need to get into about that that level <laughs> of appropriateness you know people take trips people say girl girls say girls trip so i don't want to have a double standard but yeah girl right. no. i'm gonna say it girls say girls trip to go to the spa to shop to eat <laughs> boys say boys trip to go and have sex with with people because i feel like boys baby play golf and then go have sex it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm going on. Mm -hmm. I would never forget. I would never forget. True story. In my first marriage, I don't care if this Negro is watching this video because you know you said this. In my first marriage, this boy said that he was going to go on a boys' trip to Brazil. <laughs> Where they have all the. Never mind. Yeah. Come on now. Okay. Brazil. I said. That's like the porn capital of the world. And the Hello. And then he was like, okay, well, not Brazil. Then I go to the Dominican Republic. I said, that don't make it no That's better. That's number two. I was supposed to say, that don't make it no better. But no, no. No, 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 no. I said, that's not happening. But yeah, Brazil. Yes, R.T. Williams, Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, right question that Brazil. He got all question marks, exclamation marks. <laughs> Brazil, like you was gonna go down there, horrible time, and die and not do. Yeah, right. 
She wanted a little more than sipping and painting, so she de decided to give the guy some oral yeah. pleasures. Mercy. Okay. And I was her girlfriend. I was like, if you don't bring your behind on that, we are not <laughs> we are not gonna do this and embarrass me. We can't now take you nowhere to the sipping paint. Like, and now and now when guys hear, oh, we're gonna go to sipping paint, they're like, oh no, no. <laughs> Look, so long. So what happened to you know? You painting the flowers or or shoes or you know or or you know you you painting the you know the the girl power. Of, oh, they just took it. To it wasn't that okay. kind of flipping paint, I guess. Oh, <laughs> R. T. Williams said the only reason a man should be going to Brazil is if he is Brazilian. <laughs> right. Like, if I was single, 
yeah, if I was single and, and I felt like doing that or whatever, you're not my friend if you're going to post that's this online you, for the world to see. careers. You know, anything that goes online stays there forever. So it's mm -hmm. like, you have a good Woo. time. I need to trust that you're not doing that, recording or whatever. That That's not cool, yeah. Yeah, that is not cool. Or but now, but now yeah. the painting sets are Look, the power <laughs> of the camera. That's not like you say, the power of the camera. And that's what the world. Forever. Yes. So we can't have no more painting sips. So that's out. Just don't take out your camera. They just have to put that in a basket or something. So let's Leave talk about good so ladies. Just, just do your own personal <laughs> sipping paint with you and your spouse and your significant other. Do it at home. Right? Yes, just you and yes, that person. Yes, that's it. You, you know. Do that type of thing. Do it yeah. in, a, in a private setting. Yes. Hello. Hello. Wow. Hi, okay. Becca. Hi, Becca. <laughs> Yeah, so, so this is all that was trending this week. Yeah, this yeah. is everything that was trending this week. <laughs> and, and we want to talk about it for Valentine's Day. But yes, on a positive note for Valentine's Day, these are don't celebrate Valentine's by doing no sip and paint like that. No. Don't Every celebrate Valentine's. No. You no. better do that discreetly. Right, right, right. Discuss it beforehand with the girls. Nobody better take out their phone, take any pictures. We'll take a picture beforehand, then put your phone away. Now, yeah. I, now listen, I've done new painting, full disclosure. I've done like mm -hmm. new paint. I have not posed for new paint, but I've, mm -hmm. I've been in a place where that does new painting, right? Mm -hmm. um, they make you put your camera, your phones away. If you have your phones out, yeah, they just get kicked out. the models to be videotaped or Yeah, or this was not one of those like sexy ones where you had like a stripper or something. These were just regular people, you know, yeah. just up there, just live model, you know, painting yeah. or whatever. So it, they, they were like, please put your cameras away. There's no photographs. There's no this, no that, blah, blah, blah. You know, you cannot, you cannot take pictures. Um, yeah. so I don't know how in the world they got, got through with a, with a, with a camera. That was wild. That was so wild. Wow. So anyway, are we going to, are we going to talk about watching romances? We, Angela, if you want to stay on, you can. Or if not, we, we can, we can say goodbye. Look. I'll hang out. Y'all my girls. Y'all my peace. I'll hang out a little while. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Awesome. So, moving on. So, let's talk about watching romance uh, before this thing kicks us off. Um, I, I caught up with Love is Blind uh, season two. Um, mm -hmm. Hi, Corey. Um, hey, Corey. Corey. <laughs> um, Love is Blind season two. We're going to do a full season recap of Love is Blind later on in the podcast season uh, where folks can come on and uh, uh, talk about it. But, have you, Kitty, did you start watching it? I haven't. Oh, my I God. I haven't. And first I of all, your joint, I need to start. Yes. First of all, <laughs> let me just say this. But I got to first... catch season one, so I feel a little overwhelmed. <laughs> okay, I think you need to watch. Okay, so I'll say this. Season one was way more organic. Okay. And like not it didn't seem scripted or rehearsed or anything. It, it was very much organic, right? Um, season two. I, I can tell you people Williams kind of know better than season one. Right. Season two, they just kind of like I think they know the formula and they know what's happening. But at the same time, I don't feel Is it any... different people. It's all yeah, different all it's totally different people. Okay. So what what really ticked me off was um, he says it wasn't better than season one. Absolutely not. Season two is very messy. Like you said, it's very messy. Um, I feel like they're not 
I'm not endeared or anything to any of these couples that are up here. I don't like none of them. I, you know, you know, you was rooting for Cameron and and and, and Lauren. You know, in the first one, you, you know, hell, you were even rooting for Barnett and Amber. But <laughs> and, but I don't watch. I don't like any of these people. Of course, that I've never watched. Maybe y'all can convince me. Watch it. Just watch it, and you'll see. Like, like, mm, I mean, the only thing that really tripped me off was I feel like Netflix sold us a false bill of goods because in the advertisement, you saw this, like, super diverse group of people, different body sizes, different ethnicities, shapes, and stuff like that. And instead, we're getting the same old, quote-unquote, conventionally attractive people, Right. Whatever, whatever. Um, you know, they, they even had like some able body, you know, different different abilities and and stuff like that. Um, I think somebody was deaf too. They didn't even like show those people. I don't know if they're gonna say that for another season or uh, part two. Yeah. But it they didn't show any of these people. Like we had a, plus, a lot of plus size women and stuff like that. Um, but we have just to run down the couples real quick. We got Shane and Natalie. Mm. We got we got uh, we got Jared and Ayana and Lord have mercy. That's the only black couple, um, and that's that's something else. Jared, I don't Ayana was clearly his second choice. If you watch it, you'll see she was clearly his second choice. We got Mallory and Sal. We have uh the first people who hooked up. I think it was Danielle and Nick, Nick and Danielle. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was Kyle and and Shayna. And that's a mess. Like, she left the honeymoon before it even got started. So she just went back to wherever they, I think they, I think they're in Chicago this, this, this season. Mm-hmm. So they went back to Chicago. She went back to Chicago, left the honeymoon, went back to Chicago. Um, so I'm just like, I, I don't like any of these people. I just don't like them. I don't like them. Oh, oh, I forgot. We have Gypsy and shake so oh my god that dude is the most problematic dude like he's he's indian of indian indian american descent he said well i don't normally date other indian women i date white women i date blondes and then he kept asking the women um enjoy married at first sight far more yeah i i i might agree with you maybe this season of married at first sight may be a little bit better i've watched different parts parts of it but i you know after after they start doing black women roles on that show i stopped watching it too um but shake was like i he he didn't want to be able to pick up a woman and put her on his shoulders you know he wanted certain women a certain size asking them how much they weighed all kinds of different stuff you weren't supposed to ask them during the whole thing okay noreen says none of them are good and he is like so many desi men i know this is my friend noreen she is she is a desi a desi writer um romance writer so she definitely knows what she's talking about thank you noreen for that insight um so yeah i mean just and then deep d uh, and i hope i'm saying her name correctly deep d she also she too said she never dated an in, uh, indian man stuff like that but she started talking to Shake, and she felt like there was this connection there. Like, oh, okay, maybe I can, um, you know, connect with him beyond that and stuff like that. Hi, Kenya. Um, <laughs> hey, Kenya. Um, you know, maybe I can connect with him on a deeper level or whatever. And I, 
but you know, she was really excited and stuff. And then when they got to the honeymoon, he was like, I don't know if he saw her, saw her, you know, with in her swimsuit and stuff like that. And he was just like, Ugh, it's like kissing my aunt, kissing an auntie. I was like, what? Like she's a cute girl, you know. Mm -hmm. And she's really pretty, beautiful hair, beautiful brown skin. Like she's really pretty. But he just like, uh, uh. and he started kind of looking at all the other women, like, oh, I could have got one of these other women and stuff. But Jared, I, I'm through with him. I am through with him. After that conversation he had with Mallory on the beach, I'm done. I don't like none of these people. I don't, I, 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 I don't like none of these people. So is season two just ending or just getting started? It's just getting started. So the first five episodes dropped last Friday. The so you next, said these the new cast members watched the first season and kind of went in, not like you said, organically, or kind of like how I guess reality shows are. The second and third season is just not going to be as authentic. Is that what right? Okay, right. It it it, it didn't feel as authentic. You know what I'm saying? Because the first, Love is Blind, the first season was like an experiment. They had no idea what was going to happen. And now that people have seen it, they're just like, okay, um, you know, we know the formula. Like, one girl was on there like, yeah, you know, I have, you know, I have 10,000 Instagram followers, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not organic. Or people going in there asking people, like, what do you weigh and stuff like that. You're not supposed to care or ask about that stuff. That's not mm. the first thing on your mind. This was beginning on somebody on a deeper emotional level than than their physical. And that's the point of being in the pods. You're not supposed to be able to see them. Yeah. You're not supposed to be able to talk to them. You know. Yeah, they could do so much better than these. I I agree. I totally agree. Like it's 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 not a good. It's it's the whole throw the whole cast away. That's all. Throw the whole cast away. And start over. And start over. Throw it away. And start over. But y'all watch it. Y'all watch it. Um, Kels is booked up saying she just finished binging season two of Love is Blind. Okay, yeah. Okay. So you all caught up. The next the next the next group of um um episode will come out this Friday, the eighteenth. And then um the, I think the finale is the twenty fifth. So it's gonna be real short. A real short season. Um, so it's not gonna be because I think Love is Blind, the first season had fourteen episodes. So that was a you know, pretty lengthy, you know, yeah, 14 yeah. episodes. And they broke them up in like, I think, three. So they, they only did three. But this time they're putting out way more episodes than uh, before. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Um, what else? Uh, like, Kenny and I talked about Lion Sisters on Lifetime. Yes. We enjoyed yes. that. Um, yes. It was a hot mess, but we. <laughs> In a good way. A good hot mess. In a good way. Um, if anybody on. I feel like we should say that. You know, I'm a Delta. You're a Zeta. We're yeah. Spanish, so we pledge at the same time. We're yeah. old school. At this community, we're old school. But yeah, so as a Black Greek watching it, I thought it was cute. I, I didn't hate it. It was a good thriller. You know, Lifetime and their thrillers. It was a very classic Lifetime thriller. And it, you got some little jumps. It was kind of like, it reminded me of like the horror movie Scream, you know, mm -hmm. where, you know, you had some thrills and some shocks. And they did their best to kind of capture, I guess, Black Greek life in a, in a way that they could. And um, I thought it was cute. I got some chuckles out of it and stuff. 
Mm. I thought it was hella funny because I, I I thought like the strolling was real lame. <laughs> like, it was terrible. That was hard. Unless they didn't use any real colors or real. Yeah, real, they were real, respectful. Yeah, it was real respectful and stuff like that. Um, you know, some stuff. You know, as Greeks, we know if you would have done that in the first five minutes of the movie, that would have been the end of the movie. Like we were like, okay, that's the end. Um, but you know, it was it was interesting. It was very interesting. It kind of reminded me of like I know what you did last summer. That's what it felt like too. And it yeah. had a nice twist at the end. So that was kind of unexpected. We're not going to spoil it. Oh, Noreen, I'll talk about that. Did you guys see That's the preview right. for the new show? It's like Bachelor. Yes, let's talk about that. It's called The Courtship. It comes on NBC. It's mm. out in a couple weeks. It's uh, a black girl is the is the main character. She's the lead. Yes, the main lead is a black girl, and she goes back in time to something that's sort of like Bridgerton, so like Jane Austen mm -hmm. Bridgerton, and she goes to a castle over in England or somewhere. She's being quote unquote court courted by all these suitors, and oh. like, they have to do it the old fashioned way, like you know take her out on a walk and a stroll and you know mm -hmm. painting and carriage rides and all stuff. like it's a properly properly courted and it's it's an array of different, different races and ethnicities and everything like that but they're over in the castle and they have to court her the old-fashioned way not the modern way so there's oh. no technology there's That's no Take, they have to write handwritten letters to her, inviting her places and wow. with her the proper way. So I am so excited for that. that because, so cute. Yeah, it comes out, I think, right before Bridgerton comes out. So when the two of them together, boy, oh. I'll be too excited. It's too excited. I know Bridgerton's yeah. in March. When does that come out? Bridgerton comes out March 25th. And that season is going to feature Anthony Bridgerton. It's going to focus on that that particular book yeah. in the series where Anthony That's Bridgerton. The runner, right? Yeah, so the, like, I don't remember what she did. She was an entertainer, singer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I I don't yeah that's what yeah, he was with the girl who was like the the opera singer or something like that. Mm -hmm. but, but this time he's being like pursued by like this quote unquote rich Indian family. I think they're supposed to be Indian or something like that. Uh -huh. Um and it's kinda isn't it gonna follow the girl who was pregnant, the black girl who the brother I don't think that's a whole nother book. That's oh, another book. That was the same book. Oh, that's another book. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's so another that's book in the series. The I don't I don't think they're gonna follow follow her. Okay. But this is specific about the oldest brother who is Anthony. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So that's gonna be about him. So I'm really, really excited about that. That, like I said, plus um, what's that? I love Kate. I hope they they just oh yeah, Kate was the girl who the the opera singer. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they they do her justice. She wasn't too. part of society, and she was unapologetic about that. Yeah, know? right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I hate we're not gonna see our boy boy Reggie. Yeah, Marina's in book five. Yeah, we're not going to get back to Marina for a while. She's she way down there. Then I don't know what else. So I mean, <laughs> I don't. Maybe I'll give us a little tease about it. Who knows? That'd be nice. Maybe she'll surprise us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who is Kate? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Who is Kate? The girl that he's that Anthony's interested in? That's right. That's the girl he's interested in, right, Kate? I think I don't know. I read those books so long ago that I can't, I can't recall any of the characters. They all running together at this point. 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, that'll be that'll be uh, fun. Um, and what else? Oh, I also watched uh, Love and Leashes, which is a K drama on Netflix. Let me tell you something. It was it was about BDSM. Okay. I don't know how they made this movie about BDSM still be really super sexy, but show no sex. Mm. It was no it's sex, no nudity. I mean, did they show kind of like some of the BDS BDSM acts without the full? Yeah, yeah, they did. They yeah. did, and he wasn't naked. She wasn't naked. Yeah. Um, Sometimes everything leading up to it is what's like just very erotic, and it was know, it was very it was very erotic. I watched yeah. it last night, and then um, I watched it last night before bed. And I woke up. I had this crazy dream about it, but I don't want to talk about that. But it, I had this crazy dream about it. But it was so good. I was like, I'm so amazed. I think the the power of like K dramas is like they're able to make stuff sexy and steamy without like going there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is a K drama a Korean drama? Yeah, Korean. Drama. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it was like a romance, and it was about these two people who meet in the office, and they. <laughs> they they get into a dom sub relationship, okay. like kind of haphazardly, um, and it's it's kind of about the hijinks that happen in between oh, that. Say so what? You said they work together. Yeah. There's no going back after that. It, it, it was no going back after that. Yeah. <laughs> no, reason no, no. No, 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 ma'am. I am not telling you. Might you. as well. <laughs> read the book and then it's just like all like the older ladies were like into it so i was just like is this like old lady porn i don't know it just kind of was like <laughs> <laughs> but i but i saw it um summer said she didn't see it neither did maureen but i i watched all the movies with the shade of gray i made my go see it and that definitely was the nail that i was like no thank you so, i want my time back for i want my time back for reading the book <laughs> yes it was a bit much but um, it was. It but we was, know the premise of it, yeah. Yeah, we know the premise. But they yeah. tried to talk about BDSM in a in a in a, it it was it didn't do a good job. Even though it was racy and stuff, I wouldn't say it did a good job. This movie, even though it's PG quote unquote PG, it was really not sexual like that. It did a way better job of explaining kind the of dynamics and everything than. And the contract and how you go into a contract with them and different type of play and all this stuff. It did a way better job than something as racy and mainstream as Fifty Shades of Grey. So what's I recommend that. That's my book. That's one of my movies I recommend in this week. What's what's it called? Love and Leashes. And it's Leashes. on Netflix. Are those like open source? No, Leashes is like a dog <laughs> called a leash. Oh, Leashes. Oh. oh. oh my God. <laughs> Not Leashes. <laughs> Leashes. Leashes. Oh, leashes. Love and leashes. Okay. Yeah. 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 
So, oh yeah, Crossfire by Sylvia Day. Yeah, that was a good series. Um, I read. I think I read the first book. Um, I didn't finish it, but it was a good uh, series. Um, I don't know what's up with the people who like these, these main characters who are like super toxic. And they're, mm. and they're bordering on the level of, like non-consent. And that's not really my jam, but you know, a lot of people like that thing. Um, so, Angela, since we got you on here, what are you reading this week? Um, this week, what am I reading? This week, look, you know I got books like everywhere. Uh, this week I've had like several interviews, so I'm kind of like reading stuff for that. Um, I actually had uh, Zoe Marie Jackson, her book, uh, The Adoption Surprise, um, comes out next week um, as well. Um, actually, who I have on Thursday is not a romance author, but actually, um, let's see, romance. Who do I have coming up in romance? Oh, oh my goodness. The Friendship Contract. Please tell me you guys read The Friendship Contract. I'm reading that Mia. now because Mia was on the 21st. Oh my, oh my goodness. I can't wait for Mia to, to come and hang out with you guys here on the podcast. Guys, if you have not read The Friendship Contract, oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's really yeah. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. She was at, actually for her release day, she hung out uh, at the cafe as well, but yeah. Nice. Um, it had the spice in there as well friends to lovers for those who like uh the friends to lovers trope as well so is yeah that, who is that by that's, that's uh, mia, mia heselman mia heselman she'll be on the yeah, phone it we're interviewing her on the 21st it, it came out last tuesday um and it's called the friendship contract it's amazing read oh my goodness for those who love the friends the lovers trope um they are attorneys so that's really nice too that part of it and let me just say when they take their trip to hawaii that's all i'll say about that <laughs> listen i haven't gotten that far yet i know what that, what that, okay I I that yes, yes it's uh, she did an amazing job i'm super proud of her um i'm telling you if i was to like give it you know five stars of course but yeah so that is definitely one for you guys if you have not read it uh to to definitely take a look at that <laughs> yes i'm reading i'm reading um that and then i'm reading um who was on our and i'll talk about this uh R in virtues who was on our men's round table i'm reading his second book um in his series uh god's a hunger series so i'm i'm reading that um so i'm trying to read both of those <laughs> back and forth because uh, i had started it i had started his book and then i didn't finish it so i'm like okay let me just finish it um but i didn't get a chance to finish it before we did the podcast but mm -hmm. Summer says, I usually don't like friends to love with, but Truth of Dead by Danielle Allen Chase. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Oh, and another one too, um, guys. Um, Something So Sweet by uh, Joy Avery is really that one's Small Town, um, or what have you, too. That one is, um, um, kind of like Second Chance Enemies to Lovers, or what have you. Mm -hmm. So that one is pretty good, um, pretty good too. So if you haven't read that, and that came out. I want to say that came out last week uh, as well. So both of those like, like just recently came out. Yeah, that one, that one. I think I got the arc of it on NetGalley, but I haven't taken a look at it yet. Um, mm -hmm. So I haven't read that one. Yes, they love your bottle. 
Oh, it's just water. Sorry, I'm not drinking <laughs> alcohol or anything like that. I'm just drinking water because we wouldn't to judge what that was built to the brim with alcohol, though. Just FYI. <laughs> But it's, good it's, it's just, it's just. Now, Tati, do you have a time frame of when you're supposed to finish that water? <laughs> Before bed. So when Before I go to bed, I'll finish I like it. It's only, it's only this much left. I don't know if you can see. But it's just right here. That's all. Oh, okay, you don't have that much left. No, I just, I, I just, that's not that much left. So it's good. <laughs> um, So let's talk about what's coming up. Before we do the giveaway. And in this podcast, um, let's talk about what's coming up. Anybody want to, Kitty, you want to say anything else before we? No, no. It's just that it was fun and I love doing this uh, Galentine celebration and I can't, I'm like excited about next year already. Yeah. We have right. time, for the time to do a live podcast because that is so much fun. Tati, this is why you have freaking drinks. Because the water, no rain, get, no rain, get off this live. But anyway, <laughs> get off, friend. Anyway, um, I, uh, what was I going to say? She got me all discombobulated. Um, so in our podcast, um, we're going to post this live again. Like you said, it's going to be on the, on the Instagram. You'll be able to view it. And we're going to put the, the audio of it up on our uh, Spotify. So it'll be up there probably by tomorrow. Um, and uh, for what's coming up, we're so excited on Friday. Our men's romance roundtable is dropping. We got some amazing people on there. I mentioned RM Virtues. Uh, we got Mo Shalibi. Uh, we got Jay J Bell Vincent. And we got my friend Rory uh, James, who is a health educator and advocate. And so we're going to be talking about all things men and romance. Kenny and I had so much fun yeah, talking to those fellas. We had such a good they time. They were such a great panel. So it was such a great panel of guys who talked about romance books and, and men's, you know, uh, relationship to romance, portrayal of being of color, romance, so stuff like that, and their own perceptions of romance, intimacy, and things like that. So it's so good. I hope you all tune in for that. We're just going to let it run. We're not going to do any edits. It's just gonna, we're going to let it run as is the full, almost two hours, almost two hours, but... Um, we're going to let y'all listen to it, but it's really good work, you know, sitting there and listening to, um, with your, you know, a cup of coffee or tea or whatever. Um, and, and you all are going to enjoy it. And I feel like I just left it having learned so much. So, so yeah. but we're definitely going to do another one. We're going to do another one yeah. and have a part two, um, because we, there were still a bunch of things on the, that we left on the plate that we didn't even touch. Yeah. So I'm hoping that, um, you all can, you know, join us. Can I come to the men's round table? To the what? What you want to come to, girl? <laughs> um, sure, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but also, um, also, like you said, after that, we have our interview with Mia Heiselman that will post on February 25th. By that time, I will have finished <laughs> the friendship contract. <laughs> When you I finish it, it. you're going to have to hit me up behind the scene. You, you're going to have to hit me up behind yeah, the scene. Sure. I, I was telling her I need to talk to somebody who have read it, you know? Yes, I promise you. I promise you. I'll be done with it this weekend. I'll be done with it by the weekend. So I'm, I'm halfway through it. I'll be done with it by the weekend. So, yeah. So in the meantime, we're going to do a giveaway. Um, we're going to get. We're going to be giving away a set of 
book, a trilogy. We're going to give away J.N. Welsh's trilogy of books, which are awesome, about the music scene, the EDM, and a DJ, and some other folks. It's called In Harmony, In Rhythm, and In Tune. Um, so, Yakini, why don't you do the honors and scroll through and pick somebody, and then we'll just inbox them and okay. tell them that they've won the book. Nice. <laughs> Check out those covers. <laughs> They're awesome, awesome covers by J.N. Welsh. Huh? I don't know how to scroll through the names, though. Can you scroll through? I just like, like just run your finger up, and it should um it should scroll. Like the old people who join, because let me see. Okay, then put them to bed. Mm -hmm. Boy, this is not a G-rated podcast. Uh, <laughs> we talk about our dog because bedtime is eight thirty. Okay. Well, let me see. Noreen, do you have these books already? Because I think we are going to select Noreen Lehack as the winner. Ooh, Noreen! Noreen, can you let us know if you're already oh, on this Noreen's been really active, and I see her name a lot. Congratulations, Noreen. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, yes, yes. She said she doesn't have them, so she's going to get the books. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Yes. 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 Look, and shout out to, um, I do see Joy Avery out there. We just oh, talked about her, her yes. book, Something So Sweet. Yes. Um, as, as well, guys, that's that uh, that Enemies to Lovers, Small um, small Town, all that good stuff. I love yes, it. We just mentioned your book. Joy. Yes, we sure did. We just mentioned it. I just, like, I just got it from NetGalley, so I'm going to dig into it real, real soon. So thank you all. Thank everybody for joining us on our Galentine's podcast. Um, see us next week. Like I said, this week for the Men's Romance Roundtable and then next week for to close out February with our interview with Nia Heinzelman. So thank you guys. Have an amazing night. Bye. Thank you guys. It was a pleasure hanging out with you thank, guys. Thank you, Bye. Angela. Thank you, Angela, for hanging out with us for this last half of it. Thank you so happy much. Valentine's Day, guys. And happy happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Bye. 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 Bye.